Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Have You Ever Talked to Them About Jesus? Let's pray. Gracious Father, we come to you today ready for whatever you have, Father. We choose not only to hear your word, Father, but to do your word, to be a true doer of your word. Thank you for revelation from your word today, Father, and thank you for speaking to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. Have you ever talked to them about Jesus? What if an angel followed you around each day, and with every person you came across that day, he would ask you, have you ever talked to them about Jesus? If we could hear and see them, they probably are asking us that. I was around a new friend recently that I've known for about a year, and we've developed a nice friendship. But it became apparent recently that I've never really talked to him about Jesus. And you know, we can come up with all sorts of excuses why we haven't, right? Like, I know them through work and it wouldn't be appropriate. Or, I don't know them well enough yet. Or many other reasons or excuses that really don't matter to God. I want to encourage us all to think about the people we see on a day-to-day, or week-to-week, or month-to-month, or even a year-to-year basis, and ask ourselves this question, have I ever talked to them about Jesus? If not, why not? If not, when? If not, what excuse would God deem to be acceptable for not doing so? Now, maybe the toughest question How would we feel if that person suddenly died and we had never taken the time and effort and humility to talk to them about Jesus so we don't know if they are born again and ready to go to heaven when they took their last breath? Let's start today in Mark 16, verses 14 through 16 in the Amplified Bible. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he called them to account for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from death. Folks, the Word of God rebukes us today for our hardness of heart in not adequately sharing the gospel. 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. My friends, how can we go into all the world if we won't share the gospel in the world we live in, our small circle of influence compared to the world? 16. He who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment, but he who is not believed, will be condemned. Folks, we shouldn't need any more motivation than this verse to share the gospel with the world around us. And one subtle thing not to miss, notice that the believing came before the baptism. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16 in the Amplified Classic Bible. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel, to every creature of the whole human race. My friends, we are to be openly publishing the good news, the gospel, to all of mankind. 16. 
He who believes, who adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel and him whom it sets forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe, who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on the gospel and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. Folks, none of us want our friends, family, or acquaintances to be condemned. Jeremiah 1, verses 7 and 8 in the Amplified Bible. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a young man, because everywhere I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. My friends, we cannot use age as an excuse. 8. Do not be afraid of them or their hostile faces, for I am with you always to protect you and deliver you, says the Lord. Folks, we are not to be concerned about the faces of the people we witness to. We do our part and let God do His part. Jeremiah 1, 7-9 in the Living Bible. 7. Don't say that, he replied, for you will go wherever I send you and speak whatever I tell you to. My friends, is this our heart to speak whatever God tells us to, including witnessing? 8. And don't be afraid of the people, for I, the Lord, will be with you and see you through. 9. Then he touched my mouth and said, See, I have put my words in your mouth. Folks, God is with us always, and he'll help us share the gospel of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 3.15 in the Amplified. But in your hearts set Christ apart as holy, acknowledging him, giving him first place in your lives as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. My friends, if we are truly putting the Lord first in our life, we won't have a hard time sharing Jesus with those around us. 2 Corinthians 5.20 in the New King James. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Folks, if we are born again, we are ambassadors for Jesus Christ. God pleads through us to implore others to be reconciled to Him. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 15, And he died for all, so that all those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. My friends, the less we live for ourselves, the more we'll share the gospel with others. And we don't truly know if our family and friends are in Christ if we don't talk to them about Christ. Verse 18, but all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, so that by our example, we might bring others to him. My friends, our example can bring others to Christ. 19. That is that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. 
That is restoration to favor with God. Folks, the gospel is a message of restoration to the lost, and we share that with others as an ambassador. 20. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us. We, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. 21. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to be judicially be sin on our behalf, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God, that is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious loving kindness. My friends, there is no right relationship with God without Jesus. Colossians 4, verses 2 through 6 in the Living Bible. Don't be weary in prayer. Keep at it. Watch for God's answers and remember to be thankful when they come. Folks, we can't neglect the importance of prayer for the lost. 3. Don't forget to pray for us too, that God will give us many chances to preach the good news of Christ for which I am here in jail. My friends, God gives you and I many chances to preach the good news of Christ to the lost in our circle of influence. Four, pray that I will be bold enough to tell it freely and fully and make it plain as of course I should. Five, make the most of your chances to tell others the good news. Be wise in all your contacts with them. Six, let your conversation be gracious as well as sensible, for then you will have the right answer for everyone. Folks, God will give us a gracious boldness in our chances to tell others the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, closing Colossians 4, 3 in the Amplified Classic Bible, and at the same time, pray for us also that God may open a door to us for the word, the gospel, to proclaim the mystery concerning Christ, the Messiah, on account of which I am in prison. My friends, we should be praying for all to have open doors to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage all of us to think about our circle of influence and the specific people in our circle and ask ourselves, have we ever talked to each of those people about Jesus? Let's pray. Father, we repent of those we haven't talked to about Jesus and we choose to change, to share the gospel. Father, that you're with us. We don't have to be afraid, Father. You're with us. And we know it's not our responsibility to answer that question. They're accountable to you. We just choose to do our part, Father. We know you'll do your part. Father, we all have free will to choose. We thank you for helping us. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.